It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. Hi, I'm Becca James. (gasps) Becca James, the girl with two first names? That's me. Oh, thank you for being here. (laughs) I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy to see you too. How was your Easter? My Easter was terrific. I mean, my wife and I uh, did Easter stuff, and I've got a great story to tell you about uh, something that happened at church that you wouldn't believe. Okay. Uh, I also... (laughs) That's called a tease. (laughs) I want to say uh, thank you to Catherine Frady for continuing to help out while she's doing opera business down in Gulf Shore, uh, Florida, whatever that is called, Gulf Shore Opera. I mean, is it business or is she just enjoying the beach? Uh, Well... Um, all right. So no saw, hate. I'm just jealous you're in Gulf Shores. So maybe you saw her post on Easter Sunday where she took the day off and went to the beach. Okay. But uh, she's <laughs> uh, directing and covering Tosca for Gulf Shore Opera. Oh, wow. And the performances are coming up uh, not, I think, a week from week from now, next weekend. And um, anyway, but she's also still runs our website. So she's got to put in the new episodes and oh. do stuff like that. So I appreciate Thank Catherine. You. And she also, you know, puts the link to the Frank and Friends store where you go to frankandfriendsshow.com slash merch and get... <laughs> yep. we have a because you have to buy months. it online because you have to buy everything online these days. Well, everything. yes. I would like to point out that I had to wash my Frank and Friends... Um, uh, what do you call it? Hoodie, and it came out just perfectly well. Look at that! Oh, I washed it in so cold, it wash as well. cold water, and then just to let it dry on the on the rack <laughs> over there. Um, but I was worried about the logo, and it came out just fine. I'm impressed that you do your own laundry. I didn't say I did my own laundry. I should have said. <laughs> I should have said uh, uh, I had it washed, or my wife mm. generously washed it for me. Yes, I took it out of the washing machine and put it on the drying rack. That was my contribution. It was part. It was like half, practically half, practically half. Hmm. Moving on. So, did you know that you can only buy things online now? Well, I mean, I, it's gotten to the point where I, I like batteries for the for the show. Yeah, it's much easier to get them online. And there was some other thing I was thinking about getting. Luden's cough drops. I thought, well, how do I <laughs> cough drops? Well, I go through a lot of cough drops. And what I about thought, your clothes? Do you buy your clothes online, or do you still go into the store? Um, I, uh, most of my clothes have been purchased with Kohl's cash, so. <laughs> I, I do know about the Kohl's cash, I do. So I think I'd say that I probably, you know what, I, it's changing. It's, it's, uh, you're right, I am now not, uh, almost there because I needed some uh, TV shirts for, uh, for PBS and trying to find, um, you find one that you like and you find one that fits, right? Mm-hmm. So I go, I get what I buy it, and then I go to the other Kohl's. Um, one in Farragut to see if I can get the same maker size and everything else, but a different pattern, right? Gas prices are too high to be doing that kind of drive. Well, you that, that is an excellent point. <laughs> but then when I get, but when I get there, they also only have the same exact shirt that I had at Dean mm-hmm. Hill. So now I've wasted the trip because you're right. I, if I need this, I had this shirt in white that fit me well. I'm like, okay, well, I need to get that in yellow and I need yeah, to get it in blue. All the colors. Yeah, because. That's how it works in TV. I bring five outfits, and I'm running the back, and I change, and I run the back, and I change. You're also lucky that you can do that. Because as a woman, we have to have all the different styles and colors, and we can't just buy... Like, I couldn't go and buy this shirt in, you know, five different colors. No, it already is five different colors. <laughs> you can just put them in the same shirt, but the color's in a different order. So this is from New York & Company, which has been my favorite store for forever. Okay. And I was very sad when they closed the Knoxville stores, and they sent me, like, these postcards. I was like, oh, your closest store now is Murfreesboro. 
Murfreesboro. Great. I'm going to drive two hours to go shopping now. I wouldn't not, but I'd have to have another reason to go. Okay.、Right. But then,、um, so I finally did this big online order because I, I have a professional job now. So I, I like. Yes. Congratulations, by the way, for、you. getting out of the radio business.、Uh, thank you. It's it's very different, <laughs> but I'm enjoying working for Knoxville Area Transit as their marketing director.、Um, but yeah, so I, I had to order a bunch of business clothes,、uh-huh. and then it, you know, I my husband and I was just like, well, where is the closest store now? And we started looking, and they they just don't have stores. They only exist online now. Oh, the New York company. Yeah, they closed even the Murfreesboro store. Yeah, like so they're just they're just an online company now, and I think that's going to be the new trend. Which, on well, one hand, it is super convenient to sit on my couch at nine o'clock at night and just start scrolling and putting a million things in my cart. However, I'm now at that point where I have like a third of my order needs to go back, and the time it's going to take me to get all of that stuff gathered, to put it in a box, to go to the post office to get them out—that's such a pain. Well.、Um, I bought something from Amazon,、uh, and I forget what it was. Maybe Jerry bought it, and I had to return it. But, but you can do that at Kohl's and Whole Foods. Whole Whole Foods. Whole、oh. Whole Foods. <laughs> I did not know that one, but I never go to Whole Foods. I, I went in, went into Whole Foods.、Um, The mask mandate had been dropped, so I just go strolling into Whole Foods, right, with this box to return to Amazon. But all the Whole Foods employees—they're still—they're just looking at me over the top of their masks, like, "How、oh, were, dare you? How dare you come into our store?" You desecrated the store <laughs> without your mask. So they—they they, they would not. They—they they like stayed、um, way back. They wouldn't talk to me. They just like put it on the counter and made me leave.、They、yeah. Would, <laughs> well, I mean, it's—it's—we're in that really weird space now, where we're still in a pandemic, but. You know, a good majority have been vaccinated, and、yeah. then you know, but we still have kids. Like so, for me, you know, I'm comfortable、yeah. not wearing a mask around you in、right. certain situations. But like, I went to Elton John、um, a few weeks ago, and I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't trust that people who've been waiting three years for this concert who might not feel good would stay at home. So、uh, I wore like the the KN95. Like I didn't even just do cloth mask. I was like, no,、nah, I'm gonna wear the full <laughs> mask. I just. I need to be safe because I also have small children at home sure, who can't be、sure. vaccinated yet. So, whereas I was just—you couldn't pay me to go to an Elton John concert. Oh,、uh, he was fantastic! <laughs> I'm sure he was great.、Man. It's just—I don't. I just—it's just I've heard all the songs before. But he spent half the show just jamming out with his band, who are some of the guys who he originally toured with, starting in the seventies. Oh, that's nice. Like they just jammed out, and it was at one point Elton John's fingers were going so fast on the piano, like I thought you were going to see like cartoon steam coming out of it. It、mm-hmm. was impressive. Well, I'm glad to know that. Yeah, it was an incredible concert. Now you had bought those tickets back in your radio days. So here's the timeline of events. In 2019, I bought the tickets pre-sale. <laughs> 2020 COVID hits, gets postponed. 2021, they finally are making the big announcement for when it's going to be rescheduled, and it's in 2022. And you know, and I know this is morbid, but I know myself and many other concert goers were just like, please don't die in the meantime. Right, you're doing the math trying、I、to mean, figure out how old is Elton John going to be. 75. Yeah, and he made all of us cry at the end because he did a. Farewell speech, saying that、oh. you know he's seventy five. He's been doing it for a long time. He deserves his time with his kid, and this is really the end. And I'm getting a little misty eyed thinking about it because I'm just like, oh, Elton. Just stop. Elton. Yeah. So I mean, he's just he's just one of the he's it will always be an icon. Yeah. So it was. Anyways, it was an incredible show.、I'm, he made、I'm、us、glad. all cry. He, I'm, you know, I'm a, was, I feel bad for my my neighbor Nancy who bought tickets or so she thought.、Um, The、uh, resale tickets. Oh no! Through、uh, Ticketmaster, and they never came. And they told her when she tried to file a fraud claim, they said, "Well, we have to find out who sold you the tickets." And of course, it comes back from the credit card company that Ticketmaster sold her the tickets. But I don't know what to do. I don't know what she could do about it. So she bought it from a legit source, and she thought she did. 
I mean, she bought what she thought was authorized resale tickets, but they never materialized. Oh. Yeah. I, I feel really bad for her. So that. now she's going to go to South Carolina, I think, and, and catch another Elton John, or oh, North okay. Carolina, one of the Carolinas. Yeah, he still has plenty more shows. He's playing for the rest of this year. Yeah. So. And then he's going to do more shows after. He's, I think he, add, <laughs> he figured it out. He added, like, three concerts in North America, because he's. this is one thing I do respect about the man. He rounded off his lifetime number of North America performances to an even number. Hmm. So, like, he was... Whatever it was, he added three shows so that he would finish at 3,000 shows in North America. And then he, you know, wrapped the tour in Europe or yeah. Australia or somewhere, wherever he lives. So, England? <laughs> so, no, I think he... Doesn't he live in Australia? Does he? Yeah. I thought he lived in England. Well, he lives everywhere. I mean, he is British, He's Elton John. So he can live anywhere and everywhere. He and probably, probably has multiple houses, let's probably be Probably does. Yeah. So, so maybe he'll spend some time there and... Mm-hmm. He'll go there for for the winter, or is it summer there? I don't know. It's it's weird always the there. opposite of what we are. That's so right, if so. it's spring here, it's fall down there. Well, then that's a good plan, especially if you're like me and you don't like the cold. To have a house in each hemisphere, yeah. So you can just always have summer. So I need to become Elton John rich. <laughs> I, I don't think my lottery ticket paid off this past weekend. I still haven't checked it. Are you going to get overtime for working the Dogwood Arts Festival? How's that going? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work that way. But now that you mention it, I am very uh-huh. excited about the Dogwood Arts Festival. And for the first time in, I feel like, a year, we're actually supposed to have a really nice weekend for it. Oh, yeah. Like, good temperatures, be, oh, like clear. 80 degrees, right? It's going to be hot. That's not hot. Well, all right. That's I mean, for but, but for... I mean, and think about it. It'll I was going to check so the weather like it matters. It'll hit 80 degrees. <laughs> I, mean, I immediately go to grab the weather and say, I'm ready for a weather argument. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is like a married couple conversation because my husband and I have these moments. No, um, I like warm weather, but I'm saying is that when you're working, that 80 degrees is going to feel hotter. But it's only going to hit 80 for, what, an hour? Like, okay. realistically, it'll be in the 70s most of the day. Right, so that'll right. be very pleasant. Good. And what are you going to be doing? Uh, so Knoxville Area Transit is going to have Most people a, call it K-A-T or CAT. Oh, CAT. All Sorry, right. CAT. Right. Uh, we are going to have a giant bus booth, but it's going to be decorated. Um, one of our employees um, hand crochets a million things, but she is making all of these beautiful dogwood flowers, and we're using... Um, Yarn that's been made from recycled plastic, so it's going to be a big focus on sustainability um, because Friday is also Earth Day, um, and we have new all-electric buses. Um, so so we're tomorrow's just Earth Day. I didn't. I didn't get. A, I didn't get a card. Oh, I didn't, buy, oh, I didn't make sorry. any plans. I didn't buy you anything. I, I got nothing. I'm not what? You didn't get me a gift? I did not get you an Earth Day Oh, card. you have to come visit me at the Dogwood Arts booth. All right. <laughs> but All yeah, right. so we're making this really, really cool, sustainable um, photo booth. And then we'll also have information about our all-electric buses. Yeah. And, you know, it's just going to be a really good time. And then I'm also excited to see all of the artists that they're bringing in. Um, I haven't been to the Dogwood Arts Festival since before my kids were born, so we're actually going to probably bring them Saturday morning. And I'm very excited for them to get to see it, too. You know, I'm uh, trying to figure out if I've ever... I'm sure I have been to the Dogwood Arts Festival back when they had a parade down Gay oh. Street. Oh, see, I didn't even know about that. Oh, yeah, they had balloons. They have, they had, one year they brought in an underdog balloon that made my life. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> one year Mary... It made your whole life? Well, uh, when I was a kid, I loved the underdog balloon and the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Mm-hmm. So they had like an imitation of it in the Dogwood Parade. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Aww. And Mary Kostev was the... Uh, the voice. The... Um, Grand Marshal that year. So it was a big, you know, it was exciting. Yeah. And there were, I think, snow flurries on top of everything else during oh. the, the parade. But uh, when I was working in radio, we were always involved with the Rossini Festival, mm-hmm. which is not part of the Dogwood Arts Festival, but always is interrupts it. It's like one weekend of April is the Rossini Festival because it's a heritage festival. And then Dogwood Arts has to, like, carve out around it. Like, oh, well, we have to do the sidewalk here. We have to do the... the 
Well, well the they're other, different weekends this year because Rossini's they're, they're coming always, up April 30th. Right, so it's right. this weekend, Dogwood Arts, and then next weekend is Rossini. And I'm saying so. in past years, Rossini has been even earlier in April, like in oh, the yeah. mid-April, like April 14th or so. But the reason I know Rossini this year is Catherine Frady will be singing. Oh, and yay! And she gets back. She's driving back from Florida, I think that morning, mm-hmm. straight to the stage at the Rossini Festival. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Just chug all the five-hour energy, <laughs> She's got a 4, 4 p.m. Uh, show at this stage oh that'll goodness. be over by where Petro's is and um, Cafe 4. Yeah. They're putting up a stage in Market Square there. Very cool. And Catherine will be on that stage at 4 p.m. On, but that's April 30th. This coming weekend, where's your booth going to be? Um, You know, I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a community outreach coordinator who coordinates all of that. Good. All so, right. so she knows. And all so right. I'll get that information. Well, I've no, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't really leave a ton of time in my schedule for the Dogwood Arts because oh. um, on uh, Saturday I'm having a meeting with some guys who are making a movie about in the Knoxville Film Festival. Oh, very fun. And I, I said, what are we going to talk about? I said, well, it's really more of a photo shoot. What are your clothing sizes? I said, uh, okay, well, I, said, I said, in a word, embarrassing. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> but I sent them my sizes, and they're going out to buy this costume, or these pieces of a costume. Okay. And apparently, the bit is that um, when I see them on Saturday, we're doing this photo shoot of me in the costume. Because next month, when they film the, the show, there's going to be posters of me on the wall in, this cost- in these poses. So they have to, this is pre-production. So are you... I'm acting in this movie. Well, yes. I, I get Which they haven't finished the script. But, but so... Because it's a film festival. You have to do it in a... You, have to, you can't start oh. on it. You start it on a certain day and you've got like three months to finish it. Oh, okay. And it's a competition. It's a 10 uh, film competition. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. With only 10 directors made are allowed to apply, make it chosen. So this yeah, one there's, dir- a, there's a whole process. Yeah, whatever it is. There's, uh, there's 10 movies being made. They'll be about 20 minutes each. They'll be shown uh, in a block at the uh, Knoxville Film Festival. But clearly your character is plays some other type of character, which is why there's going to be posters of you on the Which wall. is also... <laughs> Right. right. Well, exactly. What did I why say? Would there, why would there be? Is posters this a radio of, moment? Why would there be actual posters of me? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, very good point. Uh, and why? And also, I don't own any of the pieces. They sent me like this safari outfit, pictures of this safari outfit, and said, "Do you own anything like this?" I said, "No, I do not have any safari." You, you've never been on safari. I've not been on safari. <laughs> so, without giving any more away, let's just say that on Saturday, I'm going to be putting on this safari costume. You'd be putting on the Ritz. And posing for pictures like an adventurer inviting you to come to this, the place in the movie. That and you then, don't actually know what it is yet because you haven't seen the script? I, I, I have an idea, but I don't want to spoil <laughs> ah, it yet. Yes, no spoilers. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so anyway, so I'm inviting you to come to this magical place, if you will. And then the movie takes place at the magical place. And of course, this posters of me are welcome. <laughs> so have you just been walking around the house just like randomly just like... I... Only just found out everything I just told you. I found out last. Oh, night. so you're just practicing right now for yes, this? Okay. I'm well, right you're doing really great. <laughs> In fact, I might even help them uh, with the script a little bit this weekend. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> well, I have so much to tell you, including um, the thing I saw at church on Easter that was oh yeah spectacularly unbelievable that I have to share with you. And I may also, uh, if there's time, I have to tell you about a radio anomaly oh. that. Um, I freaked me out, and you as a radio person would understand why it would freak me out. Is it like the radio dream type freak out? 
Well, um, I mean, there was dead air involved, and then and then there was cussing. Um, well, let me tell you all about that after I tell you about the Middleburg Barn at Fox Chase Farm. Oh, yes. My friend Maureen in uh, Northern Virginia has this beautiful wedding venue, event venue. Uh, you can use it for anything, corporate you know, uh, meetings or fundraisers. A lot of fundraisers happen up there in the Hunt country of Northern Virginia. Okay. So it's 40 miles west of Washington, D.C. Okay. It's the neighborhood where JFK and Jackie used to go for the weekend. Oh, well. And they would go to church. In fact, there's a... a plaque on the pew you know jfk sat here november whatever the last sunday is before he died the, uh, you know that's what's sad yeah but that's where they would go on the weekends and hang out with the rich people well what's it, that like uh, well it's fun actually <laughs> <laughs> it's very beautiful it's nice yeah i've seen the pictures and it's stunning yeah, and uh, it's barn is only five years old but you would think it's older because they built it without nails using the ancient techniques of oh. mortise and tenon where the it's like they're, yeah, like the, they, they, they fit. It's not exactly tongue and groove. It's more specific than that. It's like, you know, but yes, it's very strong construction, like the barns that are two and three hundred years old, same style. So this one should last for also two and three hundred years. But she's got the Swarovski crystals and the, mm. um, the HVAC system with the ultraviolet rays. Oh, yeah, good. She's got the doors that open wide open to look at the Blue Ridge Mountains on the one side, which, of course, is the Appalachian Mountains. They just yeah. call it Blue Ridge in that part of the country. Yes. And, uh, you know, you can put, I mean, I think you could put it theoretically up to 400 people in this place if you wanted. Oh, wow. If But it, you could, some people do, you know, 100, 200, whatever, and you get the facility for the whole day. So when you rent it, you get it from noon to midnight. They don't double book. Oh, that's nice. There's a cottage on uh, that you could rent and stay in the cottage if you wanted or use it as the bride's room. There's so much you can do. And it's also, in addition to having this beautiful venue, it's on a working horse farm oh. where these people keep their jumpy horses, you know. Their jumpy horses? <laughs> I don't know how else like, to describe Are they it. show horses? I mean, what do, you do they actually them? compete? Yeah, 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 they have horse shows. But it's it's not like running around in circles. It's running around in circles, but jumping over things. Yeah, they have all of the different... Steeplechase? Um, yeah, they have the different elements to yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the kind of horsing they have up there. Okay. Horsing around. <laughs> That's what they do. It's, well, it's like they used to hunt foxes in that area. That's why it's called Fox Chase Farm, and it's called Hunt Country. And now they, you know, do Olympic horsing. You know, oh, like that kind yeah, of... That, that, you know, where you wear the, the fancy hat and the tight suit and you print, pretend you're the princess of England and you go boop, boop, boop. I wouldn't want to because they'd have to do side saddle and that just never looked Oh no, I don't me. think, um, I think in the, the one of the, we can Google this, but there was a princess who I think competed in the Olympics back oh, wow. in the 70s, 80s, I don't know, but she, you know, they did it competitively. That's anyway, cool. Anyway, so you, Maureen will tell you more about it than I will. Call her, don't ask me, call 540-687-5255 or look online at themiddlebergbarn.com. All right, so... Well, I'll tell you the radio story first. Okay. And then we'll get to the kid with his hair on fire. Okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. The hair on fire has to do with the Easter there, yeah, service thing? What? Day? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> there's, a lot, there's a lot to unpack. That's a tease. Okay. So, so the radio nightmare is I'm driving downtown. I'm headed to the UT campus. I'm driving down Middlebrook Pike okay. because the, no, I'm talking the interstate. Yeah, and I she works. It. She works for the cat bus because I can tell her these specifics <laughs> of exactly where I was. So I'm driving down past like the new Sentinel building. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is where Middlebrook Pike crosses under I-40. Yep. And I put on my own, the station for which I work, 104.9, because um, I, I thought, well, I can listen to, you know, my friend JJ, he's on at this point. It's the afternoon. Um, he's probably, I don't know what he's doing. 
you know, he should have been playing a Beatles song or maybe a, an Elton John song, or if I'm lucky, Donna Summer or Blondie, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I turn it on, and it, it, it's not coming in very clearly. Oh. And I'm hearing, it sounds like rap music to me at first. And I thought, well, that must be odd. It must be some, I'm thinking Something it's... Something bleeding in. I thought it was yeah. 104.5. Bleeding in on 104.9. I thought maybe, oh, maybe we're off the air. So I switch over to 104.5, and they're playing a different rap song than what I'm hearing on 104.9. Okay. And then as I get uh, down Middlebrook Pike, it starts getting clearer and crisper to the point where it sounds like I'm in the studio. It is so clear. Oh. And I'm hearing... But you're F, hearing... F this, S, S, F, F, S, S. And, thinking, and it's not bleeped? Not at all bleeped. And I'm thinking, this is... This is bad. That's really bad. This is really bad. So I call, I don't know what else to do. I call the owner of the station. And what happened? Well, who also happens to be a, an engineer. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, you're not going to believe this, but I'm, I said, I'm hearing uh, uncensored rap music. And so he goes, he goes and turns on his radio and um, he's trying to figure out what's happening. And, I'm, and then I, after a little while, I drive, turn onto Western Avenue and I start driving downtown and whoosh, and here come the Beatles come fading back in. Like the Beatles song that was supposed to be on. And then uh, there's... Okay. And I hear J.J. Jeffries talking over the intro to the song. And my boss calls me back and says, Look, I only heard us, but here's my theory. I think, since you, what you're describing, it came in that loud and that clear, and for a limited amount of time, and it was uncensored. He says, I think that somebody might have been driving near you who has their music on, uh, maybe on their phone or something, right? Okay. And to put it over their car's stereo system, you have one of these little, and I have, used to have one, one of these little uh, mini transmitters. Okay. And you just push it up and you pick a number. Like, let's say this person obviously picked 104.9 and had their music from their phone broadcasting on 104.9 through this little mini transmitter so yeah. that they could listen to it on their car's stereo system loud. Yeah, I used to have one of those. Okay. So that's Years the, ago. So that's the guy, as did I. And that's what my boss says. That, 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 would that make sense? And I'm thinking, well, I mean, I guess it's possible. I, yeah, but I've never heard of that bleeding, bleeding into, into somebody else's car. car especially not that clear, because those things never work that perfectly clear in your own car. Well, this guy had the best ever, because it worked that clear. <laughs> that's insane. I know. And heart attack inducing. I know. Because you're talking about, like, I FCC violations and just... All kinds of crazy stuff. Like, that's also, fireable offense type stuff. My worry was that I'd... Uh, uh, yeah, I was worried, of course, that somehow somebody had hacked into the computer yeah. and played the wrong song, which didn't happen. And then I also was just worried that they changed formats and didn't tell me. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> that's what years of working in radio does. <laughs> they, I think I may have already told this story on the, on the thing, but they called us all for, in for a meeting on um, Valentine's Day because the owners were going to be in town. Mm-hmm. And we met at uh, Twin Peaks... So. <laughs> I love that place. Do you? I, I used I had my baby shower at that place. Okay. Well, I went, I went. Sports fan loves that bar. I went to lunch on Valentine's Day at Twin Peaks, and it was the saddest group of single men in the room you've ever seen. No men, no ladies, except for the staff. I don't think I've ever been there on Valentine's Day. Yeah. No, you don't want to go. So, but I come in, and I'm because the, the boss has been traveling. You know, he's coming into town for this. He doesn't live. Yeah. He just moved to California. Actually, one of the, there's two bosses. One who lives in Knoxville, and the one who manages my station that just moved to California. So he can do Which is stuff. opposite because everybody's moving here from California. He was in England. Anyway. He is, to him, it's better. <laughs> but um, the music logs weren't loaded 
for the next day. And I'm like, oh no, they're called us into a meeting and there's no music logs. The music logs run out at midnight tonight. And now we're all going to, oh. So the first thing I said is, are we still working here? And it also happened to be the 364th day of my employment at the station. So the next day, February 15th, is my one-year anniversary, and there's no music loaded, and we've been called into a meeting with the bosses. Yeah, that's a lot. And they're telling them all this, and they're looking, and they're young guys. They're in their 30s. And they're looking at me like, what are you talking about? I said, let me try to explain <laughs> <laughs> the anxiety inducement that a radio veteran would feel being called to a meeting with the boss on a day that uh, one year... One day before your one-year anniversary, yeah. and there's no music on the system after yeah. midnight tonight. Yeah. Oh, uh, there isn't. I could have sworn I loaded it. Let me let me check. And he pulls it up on his phone. Okay, it's loaded now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine, fine. I'll, I'll be quiet. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, obviously you're still working there. Yes, everything's I, fine. I, but I, I, but I understand that having worked in radio, and yeah. there are these moments that like just create anxiety because that's the way the industry operates mm-hmm. and they're going to let somebody go. Yeah. That, that, these types of things are nope, usually nope. a coincidence. Nobody got fired. In fact, what they ended up doing is, uh, and this was just announced in the trades the other day, is we also have this station at 106.1, which okay. plays hard rock, like Metallica music. Okay. They bought, well, I don't know, I guess they bought another um, oh. AM station with an FM translator somewhere so they can expand. They're Instead of, you know. They're, oh, they're growing. That's yeah. great. Yeah, they're buying this little, you know, they buy up these little small stations and, you know. Maybe you'll go national, they'll put you on different stations. I highly doubt it. But anyway, that's, <laughs> that was part of the answer was that they're, they're growing the company rather than firing anybody. So oh, that was. That's exciting. It was exciting. Not, not what you're used to hearing, but it's great. And then the other station we have is the studios are in the Sun Sphere. Oh, yes. So, I finally got to the Sun Sphere after living here for eight years, and it was and lovely. Uh, the other one they have is this 1950s-themed station, 50s and 60s music. Oh, so a lot of Beach Boys and... Uh, stuff I've never heard of in my life. Oh. But yes, they'll play some Beach Boys, but a lot of like, you know, Chuck That's Berry. about all I know of the 50s. Is well, they were 60s. 50s, they were 60s, 60s. But, okay, but I mean, like, this old, these old songs, old country songs I've never heard of, old rock songs, what you would might have actually heard. And the owner I, I talked about, the one who lives here, he and his dad go in every morning and do a two-hour morning show Aww. playing actual vinyl records from dad's collection. What an amazing yeah. opportunity to get to spend that kind of one-on-one time with your parents. I know. Anyway, in the sun sphere. So they sit up in the sun sphere at 8 o'clock every morning playing records. Watching the sun come and down. That's actually... I know. And then they... Rec- they re- when they do is they record the record into the computer while it's playing. Do they ever air like family drama? I don't think so. I don't. I don't it's think not they, that kind of I don't think they acknowledge on the air that they're related. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because the dad is an old timey radio DJ, so he's Roger Morgan, and then Aaron Ishmael is uses his real name. Oh, <laughs> uh, Roger, I'm Roger. Well, the other thing I got to tell you before yeah, before hair on you fire. Up, okay. Oh yes, I saved the best for last. Hair on fire. Hair on fire. Which so sounds like a name of a song or an does, album. It probably is. <laughs> It probably is. So this past weekend was Easter. Yep. And, uh, oh, by the way, to my um, uh, Orthodox friends who today would be their Holy Thursday, tomorrow's their Good Friday, and this Sunday is their Easter. Yep. So that's my friend Jim out in Oak Ridge. He goes to an Orthodox church. And, Hi, Jim. And Frank and Mary, another couple that did that. Well, anyway, um, the, uh, I'm at the cathedral, uh, the Catholic cathedral for the Easter vigil, which is, or actually mm-hmm. all three nights of the Easter triduum. Mm-hmm. So that's Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and, and Holy Saturday. It's a three-part yeah. mass. It's one, yeah. one event, takes three nights to complete it. Yep. And the amazing part of Easter vigil is you start with the church in darkness, right? Yeah. And they go, we actually have to leave. They say, everyone step outside for the blessing of the new fire. 
and there's a they have a little bonfire going. Okay. And they got the big Easter candle, and they light the Easter candle, and then from the Easter candle, they uh, the bishop will light his, and he lifts it, some gives it to somebody else, and somebody else, and somebody else. He'll give it like as many people are standing close by, and it spreads out and spreads out, and we process into the church, and it's we've all got this candle, and we yeah. keep it lit for quite some time during this vigil. Um, in this part, early part of the ceremony. And I was joking, uh, I was saying about my friend uh, Father Reagan years ago was in charge of carrying the Easter candle and he didn't hold it straight and the hot wax is dripping on his head, burning his head. So, and I have a picture of him. It looks like bird dew with this hot wax coming down the side of his head. Because, of course, me, you know me. Hey, Red, look at, oh, wait, let me get a picture of that. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of the service. Let me pull so, out my phone. So, uh. So now we have uh, we have our candles, and they have these little paper rings around them. Yeah. And the, even the wax occasionally will drip through and get you in the in the hand. Yeah, I've, and yeah, we're I've, all and we're all back in our seats, and um, the proceeding they're singing this thing called the Exultat. Mm-hmm. that's going on, and um, oh yeah, it's quite the production. Yeah, and I'm look, and I get my attention is drawn to four rows in front of me. All right, I'm sitting there and I'm watching what's going on. Yeah, and then so uh, th- actually three rows in front of me. There's this dad and his, and his girls and his family, and he is all of a sudden, like, doing something. He's leaning forward to the, to the pew four rows in front of me. Okay. And I look, and there's smoke. Lots of smoke. And this, okay? So this teenage kid, I, mean, I don't know if he was tired. I don't know if he was just one of those guys who just, like, always hangs his head and with the long, <gasps> kind of... Long-ish hair. Yeah, like, kind of kind of like mine. It, like, yeah, it hangs forward. But like a little bit over the face, you know. And in fact, multiple times during the service, now that I'm paying attention to him, multiple times later during the service, he'd have to do this to whip his hair back out of his face. Well, yeah. whatever it was, he wasn't paying attention, and he either held his head too low or held the candle too high or a combination thereof. But he lit his hair on fire. Oh, my gosh. That's so, not the way you want to get a haircut. <laughs> so hero dad from the pew behind is reaching over trying, and then meanwhile the kid's actual dad and so it looks like he's like hitting the teenager yeah, there he is he's smacking him in the head they're all smacking him in the head and then the the actual dad I mean you know they're they're, sm- they're yeah, smacking yeah, they're- his head and holding their hand on it because the, the part that's on fire is, is right in this area yeah they're trying to keep it from the face and they did but I mean, but there's this puff of, of smoke oh, of burning hair and the kid now you can see he's freaked because he's got a, a bit of a I think he kept touching like this area yeah because it must have burned oh. and um, it looked like I guess there must have been a smudge or something because I thought oh this kid's here for Ash Wednesday because <laughs> but um <laughs> It was a smudge on his forehead, and his mom is you know trying to wipe it off, and he's and he's just a freak. He's wide awake now. But, it, but you still notice later in the ceremony, he still started nodding off again. Well, I noticed he that was wasn't whip- exciting enough for I him. I noticed he was whipping. It's a three-hour service. It goes from sundown at eight fifteen. Uh, actually, they finished it. Uh, Deacon Walt told me he, he checked it. He says, "Oh man, I feel good. I got that one done in two hours and fifty minutes." He was trying to bring it in under three hours. Because they had to do four baptisms and 30 confirmations. These oh, are people who are converting to Catholicism. Yeah. And it's a, big, it's a big crowd. Plus the actual service itself, even without any baptisms and confirmations, would easily You should go be, run the Oscars and actually get them to finally. two hours, yeah. <laughs> well, down. Deacon Walt was in charge of, he was the master of ceremonies for the event. And it also happened to be his birthday. So oh. he, wanted, he wanted to get home. <laughs> <laughs> he had some celebrating to do. 
<laughs> so that was the story of the actual true story of this past Easter and this kid with the hair on fire. So I don't know who you are, kid, and I don't know who the two dads are, the, the one of, with his girls behind you, or your actual, I assume your actual dad who just, you know, smacked that fire out. Oh, my and, God. And these families will pass this story down for generations. You know that. Yes, it was it was worth it. <sighs> At least he wasn't seriously injured. That's like the best no. takeaway. And then also just I just the way you pictured him like just flipping it back. I yeah. can just like visualize like fire like and smoke just I'm gonna, screaming and I, oh. I mean I'm, I mean I'm just gonna guess that maybe he's gonna you know shampoo more frequently from now on. But How I, much do you want to bet that his mother sat there and was like I told you you shouldn't have long hair? And you yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine my grandma who's kind of like just going like I told you that long hair was no good. Well, he didn't even leave the pew. He never left the pew for the. And this was the, relatively the beginning of the service within the first half hour, and he stayed for the entire thing. And then, so I'm, even when he when they leave to go up for communion, I'm looking at him. and He comes right back. I'm like, you don't want to go to the bathroom or anything or check with him. Nope. He's just. It was so. I guess. I mean, I would be mortified if it were me. I mean, did that many people notice, or was it just like the little grouping around that even saw that it happened? I think it was just the little grouping around, because the reaction was so quick. Yeah. But uh, so I'm looking up and, and to see if anybody, the priests are noticing, or if anybody's, you know, running over with a fire extinguisher. (laughs) Because everybody's there, you know. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, the, the, I mean, imagine, I'm imagining there's at least a couple hundred people there. Yeah, oh, probably a thousand. Oh, shoot. And, um, and, and the, I said but, shoot. But all of the uh, facilities manager, you know, everyone who works at the facility, they're all involved in the mass somehow. You know, they're all up there maybe wearing a, a yeah, they're, surplus they're, and they're a cassock. Yeah, they're, uh, they're busy doing their official business. So, yeah. I mean, they didn't. But I mean, if that's the, the guys who would have rushed in with the fire extinguisher didn't seem to notice. Yeah. Because if believe me, if if they if Scott or well, thank goodness it didn't get to the point where that was needed. Yes, I mean at the end of the day, it's everyone's okay. We can make light of it right now. Oh yeah, we would have been the Holy Water Brigade would have been trying to find (laughs) find some way to that would have made a great ending to that story though. And then they put him out with the holy water. (laughs) We dragged him over to the baptismal font. Well, uh, Becca, <laughs> you <trial> by fire. <laughs> I appreciate you coming over, uh, and thanks so much. It's always a joy to have you. I hope you can Aww. have you come at, have you again because yeah. Frady um, is not going to be back till the beginning of May. But then she's going out of town again over the summer to do something over in Myrtle Beach or somewhere like that. Just doing big things. Beach locations. I. I she's not. Yeah. Oh, she's no fool. So um, <laughs> yeah, she's doing some other couple operas over there at uh, Coastal awesome. Carolina okay. uh, in July. Yeah, but happy to come back. We'd love to have you fill in again. That'd be lovely. All right. I love being here. Thank you. Meanwhile, if you do love audio entertainment like this and you want to check it out, please go to audibletrial.com uh, slash show where you get a free 30-day trial. And during that first 30 days, you get a credit like you would every other month when you're a member. But you get a credit during that first 30 days for free. And that's an MP3 that you can download and keep forever on your devices, regardless of whether you continue the Audible trial or not. We, of course, think you will. They think you will. Why would they give you the... <laughs> Why would they go to all this trouble if they didn't think you were going to continue? So um, all sorts yeah. of audio entertainment, not just audiobooks, thousands and thousands and thousands of them, but custom audio entertainment made just for the Audible platform mm-hmm. and podcasts like this one you can hear and mm-hmm. almost every podcast, you know, as long as you are smart enough to submit your RSS feed, uh, <laughs> you're on Audible. And it's Frank all, knows all the things, all it, the technologies. And also, uh, we'll save your place. So if you're listening, you know, if you, if you don't want to listen to rap music in the car and you want to listen to your audio book, <laughs> 
and then you pause, and when you come home, you can pick it up on your oh, Amazon Echo or on、convenient. your、uh, Fire thingamajig, Fire tablet, or whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is you have, whatever、yep. device you have the Audible app on, it saves your place and works across all the devices. That's、so. awesome. Yeah. Oh, and don't forget to plug your socials. Oh, absolutely. So that's、yeah. AudibleTrial.com/slash/FrankandFriendsShow.、Uh, we do appreciate you going to our actual website at、uh, FrankandFriendsShow.com, and then if you want to get the merch <laughs> at、uh, slash store. That's an awesome thing. You can find us on、uh, Facebook and Instagram. Technically, we're on Twitter, but the, the Twitter handle is just so hard to say that you may as well just Google it. <laughs> It's Frank、mm, Friends Sh <laughs> because that's all the space. And and I can actually picture how that looks.、Right. Oh, good! Did I do so, a good job? You did do a good job. But it's the Frank and Friends Show on Facebook and on Instagram,、yes. and follow the YouTube channel. Yeah, but that's the main thing is we do need you to subscribe, like, and. Share and hit the button for notifications so that、uh, you can catch all of our latest episodes.、Yep. All right, Becca James, thanks for being a friend of the Frank and Friends show.、Uh, anything else before you go? No. Again, come to the Dogwood Art Show this weekend. Okay, okay. Because actually, we're taping this、um, three hours earlier than usual for me, so that you can go to your actual day job. Yes. You're a sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Frank and Friends show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Becca James. And we'll talk to you again next time.